Greetings, troubled listeners. Welcome back to the Troubled Men podcast. I am Renee Coman, sitting with my co-host here in the Christmas Club Lounge, Snake and Jake's Christmas Club Lounge, the heart of the Clampire. Sitting across from my co-host, the original troubled man for troubled times and future mayor of New Orleans, Mr. Manny Chevrolet. Welcome, Manny. Hey, I recall uh-huh. voting for Manny Chevrolet. Hmm. I recall. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Do you recall voting for Manny Chevrolet? Okay. Five turn times in a row. I recall hmm. voting for Manny Chevrolet. Okay, you're referring to the uh, the the so current recall subtle. for uh, uh, oh, Mayor Latoya current. Cantrell. Yeah, yes, Latoya. So subtle, I didn't get it. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> We're no, rarely guilty got, of that. We've but, got uh, the yard signs and stickers in production already. Oh, really? Yes. I, I, was, kinda, I was wondering, though, who they were going to put in if... Well, so well no. there's a whole, there's a whole other leaps and it's a lot of rigmarole. I yeah, got go to go through before we get if to they that. Get I just wonder if anyone, if they thought that far, because well, um, people tend not to. Well, in this town, definitely. No, no, they haven't yeah. given this any any real thought. Well, uh, the, you know, we'll see what happens. They've got six months. But, you know, yeah. in six months, we'll be Mardi Gras, so they're going to mm-hmm. figure right, out the right, whole thing. Right, right, right. Yeah, well, the, as soon as the yeah. next season happens, yeah, uh, we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll be on to the next season. Yeah, uh, and that's the monkeypox season, which is coming <laughs> up. Sure. I thought that just started. Yeah, yeah well, it's, 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 it's we're just at the beginning of it. Yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah, monkeypox. That's, uh, that's, that's, I hope I don't get that, man. Yeah, yeah, pox. yeah. Could, could be tough. So what's been happening with you, man? Well, uh, all kinds of stuff. I, I did get a, another uh, uh, school zone uh, camera ticket in the mail today. Oh. You know, the uh, season, the uh, school zone ticket season has started again. You know, I saw that I got this on August 16th. It must have been like the first day of school or something. I don't yeah, know. Well, see, that's the thing. Some They don't all start at the same time. Right. But they start all the school zone right, yeah. signs at the same time. Yeah. So even if there's no school. So I uh, I just immediately, uh, you know, based on my experience last time where I, I went downtown, I, I contested it. I went downtown before I even got back there. The guy came out and said, yeah, we're going to dismiss this okay <laughs> so so as soon as i got the thing like son of a bitch i just immediately filled out the you know say i want a hearing so i'll go down there at least i'll i'll take up somebody's time you know well that's it they don't want to be bothered right right yeah right. they don't want to be bothered it's like you're probably right well you know, everything's so fucked up in this <laughs> well you know they're probably like you're right <laughs> yeah. I mean, okay don't, don't uh, worry about I it i mean do you think it's actually possible that i could go 26 miles an hour on a street in new orleans i mean <laughs> I, I don't know which, <laughs> what street is that you know even like you know the, the side streets have always been terrible but now right. you know d- uh, you have huge potholes on canal street on claiborne right. avenue on carrollton yeah. avenue it, you know? no i had one before the the pandemic started, and I you know I wrote in and contested it, and I never heard back. But then I got something from the city saying that they had done my court date, like April. Yeah, when, yeah. Now when the courthouse were, was shut down, uh-huh. everything was shut down. I got so they apparently did my case, and so they, they upped it to one hundred and ten dollars. Well, yeah, and I was, said, I was uh, guilty. Now, pay, yeah, because yeah. you didn't show up, right? But yeah, you couldn't yeah. leave the house. Yeah, so how are you supposed to yeah, show up? Yeah. I think they yeah. probably sent everyone yeah. tickets over that period. Right. Yeah, I, I, you know. But I know a way out of that. But I'm, I won't tell you on the air. Okay. All right. Well, you don't want to give well, it away. We've, we've but, all uh, gotten out of them. These traffic tickets, Renee and I, uh, right, over you know, the years. Yeah, yeah, we yeah, beat. But a couple I hear, of them. I hear they, they, they got rid of the tape recorders. Really? This is what I heard. Huh? What do they have now? They're they, back to uh, they, stone tablets. <laughs> they, uh, 
they've got uh, apparently they've gone digital. I heard something that huh. they've gone digital. Maybe that's why they dismissed it because they can't figure it out yet. Mm. I don't know. Maybe I don't know. I'll, I'll, I'll take my chances down there. I'd now. like to get one of those old cassette recorders though. Those are cool. <laughs> those are hard to find. Yeah, those would be really <laughs> cool to find. Yeah. So yeah. Well, that's good. You got out of it. Yeah. I have. Uh, I've been uh, so busy, not do, uh, you know, just not doing much, but very, very busy doing my job and stuff mm, like that. Right. Um, but. Um, I noticed uh, in the news uh, just yesterday uh, a former mayor, Moon uh, Landrew. Yes. He passed away at the he age did. of 92. He did. His son, uh, Gary Landrew, was mayor also. <laughs> Wasn't that it? Um, <laughs> that was, uh, no, all, all, the kids, all the kids have M names. Okay. There's, there's, no, there's no G names in the Landrew family. It's okay. all, all M's. Okay. Well, you know, I was, I was surprised. Uh, uh, you know, the biggest surprise, like when Bob Dole passed away, was that Moon Landrew was still alive. You know, I mean, <laughs> I, I hadn't heard about him for years and years. You know, they had him, he was hidden away somewhere, leading a very uh, quiet life, but. Uh, you know, he was. Uh, what the hell kind of name is Moon? Uh, yeah. I think it was a nickname. You know, <laughs> I'm not sure what his what his actual name was, but uh, I'm sure was they'll. He guilty too. He, print he's it. before my time. No, no, no. He was. He was. Uh, yeah, yeah. Good guy. Uh, you know, he was in the '70s down here. I know, wasn't here either, but I read up on him. Integrated City Hall. Uh, you know, uh, did, did a whole bunch of progressive stuff. Uh, a, a lot of uh, redevelopment of the French market. Now is he related and, uh, to Sonny Landrew? That's a different. That's not. There is no Sonny Landreth. It's oh. Sonny Landreth. You're oh, Landreth. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah no, there. He's from Lafayette. I don't think those two are related. Okay. But it does sound similar. You're right. Uh, both French sounding names. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now people have told me that the Landreth family is half black. Is that true? I mean, I I have no idea what anybody's uh, uh, 23 and Me. Uh, <laughs> uh, results because are so. I've heard that. That a lot of people have said. That like I don't really care. Sure, sure. Well, who, they don't really look it. Who knows in New Orleans, man? I yeah. mean, you know, it's a, a five, six generations. Uh, how do you even know? People don't remember. You know, now, do you think uh, the Landrews were slave owners? I mean, who knows? I, I, I you know, because you know. remember, Mitch tried to one of those monuments down. Sure, he wanted yeah, those yeah. monuments. He thought he was going to get some kind of. Uh, uh, he was going to run for president or something like that. Well, I mean, Mitch, it, it does have a, uh, a national profile in the Democratic Party. Well, yeah, party now he's working for FEMA. Right, right. Sitting there going, right. oh, I don't want this gig, but he took it anyway. Yeah, well, you know, who you know, wants that gig? That's uh, you know, uh, yeah. I, I don't. I don't think Mitch's uh, political ambitions are are, uh, are finished what? yet. Or well, no, no, yeah. he's uh, you know he's 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 tired of riding his bicycle around with his Chinzano cap all over the city he's tired of doing that you know but if you could change your name you know like moon you know moon you know he must have just that was a nickname or whatever mm -hmm. you know uh, but if you could change your name what would it be I mean your first name you know not Coleman but just like if you wanted to be called something else like I don't know we've 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 had so many different ones uh, over over the, you know I have you've had, had a lot Brunet, of different you know uh, 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 pistachio you were gonna call me at one time yeah um, that didn't stick though, that didn't did stick yeah. no my parents call me Ray you know I'm uh, Renee, you know, it's uh, I got all kinds. I mean, there's not been one point in your life where you're like, well, maybe I, I I'd like this. Maybe that guy's got a cool name. Maybe I should, you know, I would like that name. Why didn't I get called that name? No, I, I think I was always, you know, once I got, you know, once I got used so to. So you're Renee, happy with your name? I'm happy with Renee. Yeah, yeah it's, it's yeah, unusual yeah. enough. What uh, about you? Know. You ever think about, you know? Well, I think if I had known anything about show business, I would have just been Wagner. 
okay. would have been way better. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just, a, my yeah, name go is, with the last name. Well, you know, my name is like the actor and the mayor of New York, and you know, so it's not really a great name to. Right. Yeah, you think it's. A, well, you look to me. I, oh, I could have gone. Met you see, my before. smooth jazz name because yeah. my mom's a Kelly, so uh, I would have been Robbie K if I was a smooth Robbie jazz K. guy. There you go. But see, I'm looking at you. I've never met you before, but you, you look to me like a butch. Huh. Jesus. Butch. Okay. Butch. Butch. You know. All right. Or Nick. Might or be Nicky. the haircut. Nick? Wow. Nicky. Nicky. You know. I can see a Nicky. Yeah, Nicky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. See, if I yeah, would... Yeah, none uh, of those. Uh, see, uh, I would like the name, uh, I, for, you know, uh, Stalin. Stalin. I think that would be a really cool <laughs> a good name. one. Yeah, that's a good one. You know, Stalin Chevrolet. Okay. You know. <laughs> and is Chevrolet actually your, your yeah, last man. name? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. It is now. It is now. Yeah. I mean, you do. That but I think sounds, that's a cool name. Sounds Stalin. like a car dealership, you know. Yeah. That, I'm sure people have said yeah. that to you. But uh, I, I think I might try using that. Maybe, uh, you know, say, don't call me Manny, call me Stalin. Okay, My maybe name. for the for yeah. the next uh, yeah. for, for the next uh, if if you get into the recall, you know, if they right. if the recall succeeds and yeah. uh, you know they have another election, you can I uh, try it out. I recall voting for Manny Chevrolet. Uh, voting for Stalin Chevrolet. Stalin Chevrolet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe it should be Manny Stalin Chevrolet. Chevrolet, like, right? You know, right. Two sets of like quotations. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Well, we'll see. Right. We'll see what's going on with that. You know. Well, Manny, uh, you know we've uh, we've had a segment on the show uh, it comes and goes but uh it's it's a long-standing segment uh when we talk about that this. we talk about your homosexuality but, well that too closeted but, homosexuality well there's that but no in, in this case we're talking about uh, uh the stalker files oh yeah because why my, don't you just fuck this girl stalker, get it over with <laughs> stalker right? the stalker Jeez, is back yeah. manny oh yeah and uh yeah she's back in a big way oh really and, uh, yeah 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 it's uh you know she was quiet all during the pandemic and i thought you know she has so much free time that i thought she would be active but she was not um but uh i don't know what it is uh, you know maybe she, i have no idea she's she's out there she's out and about and and uh and so now i really think we should get her on the show well 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 so so the 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 latest one i i have i have a, a one that's a little bit different here you want to read it here okay here i go it says uh i'm not allowed by the mental health people to speak in my home my files, <laughs> my files have told the neighbors in seven locations that I am not to speak in my own home. Michael said, now Michael Strahan, that's who she's talking about, the, the guy, a former NFL player is oh, yeah, uh, on the Today uh, Show, yes, yeah, third hour yeah. Today Show. Mm -hmm. Michael said he did not want me speaking, so they all helped him find a way to make it open. I don't know what that means. In the meantime, the contractor is still in my attic, so I don't see him. He's playing back noises I make. The chick next door is screaming at me to obey her or be hospitalized, and the contractors on either side have so 200% decided to help you and Michael that I haven't slept or cleaned in three weeks. They can't allow it. The file said not to. <laughs> okay. So you have an insane stalker. Well, yeah, and, and actually a new wrinkle to it, Manny, is... Uh, uh, it's I a man. I realized. No. Well, I, I I I really wasn't sure by the the uh, the text message or rather the emails that 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 I get. But uh, we discussed some time ago that it might actually not be her. It could be anybody. It could be you. Right. Um. But uh, I realized that that uh, as of the last year, she started attaching. Uh, voicemail messages to some of these emails oh. so we actually get to get to hear her voice oh. so I, so i have one here it's 
it's uh it's equally wacky here i'll, I'll okay. give you all a taste of this okay so you kind of topped out a number of people who could tell me in one day so since i still don't get it here is what i think you need me to get so fucking badly that you tell tour guides to tell me that you tell restaurants to scream it at me you wish me to know that i do not know michael strahan and i do not know michael strahan i do not know michael strahan never met michael strahan i've never met you i've never met michael strahan i have never met you i have never met michael strahan i've never met any celebrity they wouldn't want to you are very clear about how much you hate me you hate ugly women you hate crazy women you hate this you hate that you told me about it non-fucking-stop last night you told me about it non-fucking-stop today so there we go (laughs) she's she's not fucking around people Yeah, well, let me just say this. Uh-huh. It's been nice knowing you. Yeah. Right? <laughs> you think I'm, I'm in danger, perhaps? I would call the cops. Yeah, I mean, you. what do you say? That, uh, you know, somebody... Well, then again, what are they going to do? They're gonna right, exactly. Shit, you know, you know they're, they're, they've downgraded uh, everything except murder. So here. you have no idea where this person lives? No, I don't know where she lives. I don't know where she works. I know where she, she lived on my, you know, in, in my neighborhood as a kid, but I, I, she doesn't, hasn't lived I mean, there in years. You don't think you may have seen her around anywhere? No, no, like, no. Maybe that's her? No, I think I would recognize her. Um, I don't think she's really competent enough to... Show show up somewhere now if she does that would be a new wrinkle to this this whole thing do you um, think she's listening right now well i don't think she is because she's never mentioned the podcast and we've talked about her before um so so i don't think she's aware it probably of wouldn't that. be good for her paranoia if she did hear. if she did hear it yeah you are you are talking about her well you know it's like i figure so some, you don't respond to any of this no no i don't i, I never respond to any of it you need to get like a private eye or something to check this out. Because I'm really curious, man. This is curious, man. Well, I think it's someone who's closer than you know. <laughs> I do. Because that voice sounded a little familiar, if you ask me. <laughs> now, I don't go out much, but I do remember women's voices. It's one of my gifts. Okay. You know, but uh, I would hire a private eye. No, 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 no. It's fine. It's uh, it's you know, we'll we'll see what happens. Uh, it's uh, it hasn't ever escalated. Yeah, you'll say this. no, no, no. Fine. When he's on a gurney being mm-hmm. rushed to Oshner. Well, know? <laughs> you well know? if that's how it if that's how it plays out, well, at least it'll make a good story, man. It'll be uh, the uh, the rest of the story is uh, Paul Harvey used to well, say. Well, she, you know, well, you know, it's kind of like. Uh, those uh, two Canadian brothers who went on a stabbing spree. Did you mm, hear about this? I, I heard about it vaguely. Yeah, I think that's kind of cool. Stabbing spree, you know? It's old it's school. Point. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's almost like a, a, a tomahawk spree or something like that. Yeah. They, they went around at this town and they just, these two guys just stabbed people to death. Crazy. And it, it killed 10 and they injured like 20 more or something. Nuts, just stabbing. Then one of them killed the other? Is that what happened? I have no idea. Yeah. But the other one died, but I heard it wasn't from stabbing. I heard it was from natural causes. Okay. He just <laughs> he died. Just, just got tuckered out, yeah, had a lucky stroke. I'd definitely prefer to be shot to death than stabbed to death. Oh, yeah, you definitely, know? definitely. I would, yeah, oh, fuck stabbing, person's man. Person's all up on you. And, yeah, it's standing there going off on you, you know, 20, 30, 40 times. Why won't you die? 
Why won't you die, Mr. Wagner? I, I keep stabbing you. That. You know? Yeah, I'd much rather get a bullet to the brain, man. Yeah. Okay. You know? Fuck that. All stabbing. Right, people, so, uh, but these guys, you know, they mind. went on. I guess because they don't have guns in Canada. Right, right. You know? So they went on a stab. There's no motive for this. It's just like... I guess they just didn't like their neighborhood or something. I don't know. People are nuts, man. You know? People have, have mental health issues. You People know, are but, uh, antisocial. But, yeah. I don't know. Maybe they should get together with your stalker. Well, you know, I don't know. I'm not. Uh, you know, I, I can't be responsible for her. Uh, her. You know, those Canadians calendar. are wacky, though. They're wacky. They're wha- I wonder if they had like you know like when when it's a shooter, they always go back and they have all these guns and ammo right so they have a whole bunch of knives (laughs) that's a good point and like axes machetes and stuff like that ninja stars yeah right right. and pictures of betty white all over the house sure sure it makes sense betty must die crocker all those betty betty boop yeah yeah betty page you know all those people yeah, so I thought that was kind of crazy, you know. That oh, yeah, definitely crazy. People just crazy. going a stabbing, you know, thing. And, oh, man. And, uh, yeah, that's a horrible way to die, stabbing. Yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to do go that way. Anyway, no, no, no. Yeah. So what else is happening? Should we introduce our guest? Uh, yeah, we can. He's get, already here. Yeah, yeah, he's already here. He's already, already uh, in the he's thing. He's fucked up. Yeah. Well, I look at him. He's passing out already. Well, I don't know. You know I don't know about that. But yeah, uh, and he's got monkeypox. It looks like it I could don't be. Know. Could be. Could be. We're still waiting for the test results back on that. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Well, yeah. Let's let's get to our, our guest. Uh, he's uh, he's a very prominent actor, star of uh, Pink Panther. It takes a thief, heart to heart. Uh, he's twice married to Natalie Wood. Uh, friends know him as RJ. Uh, wait, wait, wait! No, no, we, we talked about that. This is that was Pink Robert. Panther? That was Robert Wagner. Yep. Yes. Uh, in fact, we have. Uh, I was in. Pink, we have, I didn't know he was in Pink Panther. He was in Pink really? Panther. He was yeah. in uh, A Kiss Before Dying. That was a movie I watched a couple of weeks ago. He was a terrible actor. Too. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> hey, RJ was alright. <laughs> yeah, let's come on, man. Twice. My mom. My mom went to high I mean, school with him. Really? Really? Yeah, back in LA. They both went to St. Monica's High. Okay. He was on the boys' side. And she, it was separated because she was on the girls' side. Huh. He was, and he was up and coming. You know, he, he was all, in the, in the early 50s, RJ uh, was already on studio contract. I think it was with Warner Brothers or 20th Century. And he wasn't in any movie, but he was hired to play like leading men in screen tests for people like Marilyn Monroe. So he did a screen test with Marilyn Monroe. Huh, okay. He did a screen test with like Elizabeth Taylor, all these people. So he was already under contract at that. And then slowly, you know, he got bigger and bigger, you know, and he started doing movies in the 60s. You know, and then he killed Natalie Wood. And then, well, and then, I, well, then well, when I was in sixth grade, I had to hear on those bad <laughs> right, right. float jokes, whatever and, the hell and, they were. And now you're hearing them again. I know. Um, well, then there was the Austin Powers, so it kind of came back for a second. Right, right. Well, yeah. the thing I, I, I uh, discovered, which I didn't know, was that he was... He married Natalie Wood in 1962, divorced her yeah. a few years later, then married her again in 72. Yeah. I, I, you know, they were I, trying to be like the Burtons and I Taylors. guess so. Yeah, I guess so, trying man. To trying, like to, trying to follow us. Anyway, so uh, that's, uh, that's Robert Wagner, the actor. Uh, tonight, our guest is a terrific modern jazz saxophone player, clarinet player. Uh, he's, he's involved in the improvised music scene, free jazz. He's also a great composer and band leader, has a number of records out. 
uh, with his uh, Rob Wagner trio, as well as Rob Wagner's new thing, uh, uh, former member of the New Orleans Klezmer All-Stars and Iris May Tango, on and on. We'll get into all that. Without further ado, the great Mr. Rob Wagner. Welcome, Rob. Uh, thank you for having me. Yeah, man, I like the energy coming in, yeah. coming in hot. Do right you know how to swim? I, actually, that's one of the only things I do. Okay, good. Huh? As an exercise? <laughs> Why do you ask? You, you do that, you <laughs> no, do I'm just that. getting back to the whole Wagner. You've been yeah. <laughs> no, it's actually, I, was, I really, you know, I only do about two things. You ever been to Catalina? Swimming. <laughs> How do you, you like swimming? I love Who was swimming? the other guy in the boat? They never Christopher Walken. Yeah, why don't they ever talk about him? Oh, they did. They did. Yeah, they yeah. interviewed they him did. many times. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, he looks more like a killer. Really well, a yeah, he, yeah, he does. Although. He's not as pretty as Robert Wagner. Yeah, well, that's you know. probably, yeah. Yeah, but apparently Natalie Wood and Christopher Walken had just finished a film together. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, and they were on a boat. Yep. And she had a fear of swimming. She didn't like the ocean. Right. You know. Sports anyway, anyway, she couldn't sing, but they cast her in all these musicals. You know, but I'll tell you, man, I'd love. I would have loved to been with her. You know, uh, she's Natalie a Wood. lovely girl. Yes, lovely woman. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Anyway, back to our guest, Rob <laughs> Wagner. So, uh, so Rob, uh, I've known you for, uh, I think, from pretty soon after you got to town, and and I know you're not from New Orleans. Uh, mm-hmm. Where 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 do you uh, where do you hail from? I was born in Okemos, Michigan. Which now, really? is that northern Michigan or what part of it? Do you want me to show you on the hand? <laughs> I, would, uh, I, would, I would ask you to keep the microphone sh- kind of like pointed at your mouth like right this. There? there you go. Oh, now okay. you see, well, see how it opens now. up. Yeah, yeah, you're hearing the whole diaphragm. Yeah, when you're so, talking the other way, you're talking across. Are it. you That's near Detroit? Are you near Saginaw? Okemos is a little school district off of Michigan State University. Okay, Michigan State. So, so that's Lansing? Yes. Well, okay. it's East Lansing, but yeah. Lansing East Lansing. Area. Okay. And, uh, you know, it was farmland, and then it turned into this little school district. Yeah. And it was, you know, just suburban, so awful y- suburban hell type so of you scenario. So you start off playing uh, clarinet in, in school band? No. Tell us about saxophone. your... Saxophone. Saxophone. Okay. Oh, I started on piano when I was five. Mm-hmm. Saxophone when I was ten. In the school band? Uh, yeah. Well, private lessons. My, my, you know, my parents were the sort that like everyone had to pick an instrument. Oh, okay. They were like fifth grade, and then start taking lessons. And you had a bunch of siblings. Yeah, there was six of us. Well, there still is six of us actually. Crazy. Did y'all have a family band? As you, everybody had an instrument. No. No. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, you seem pretty pretty sure about that. Yeah, I mean, (laughs) that was never a possibility. I I didn't grow up in a place where there were family bands or oh really i mean i don't even know why i picked a saxophone to tell you the truth it wasn't like there was any role model or huh you know as best i can remember i saw a picture of an owl playing a saxophone and so when they asked me i you thought that could be you if an owl can do it if an owl can play you took a lot of drugs as a kid didn't you no but i was a i mean i did later but i was a very you know i was a pretty miserable child huh how, why, why is that? I don't know. I've been thinking about that lately. Huh. Well, we had a miserable family, well, so... Okay. Yeah, sorry. I mean, my mom was, you know, she was a phenomenally depressed person. Huh. Her dad was, you know, serious Irish bar-owning alcoholic and... Okay, that checks out. Yeah, that checks out, so... And your dad? And, you know, your dad uh, was a bar-owner, well, too? No, my dad was a, a professor of photochemistry. 
Oh. Okay. Yeah. Um, and uh, so, what's the chat at the dining room table? The dining room table. Photochemistry or music? He or, never. He didn't really speak alcohol. a lot. Actually, he didn't speak much. It was mainly like us six and my mom just talking at the same time. So how did these two hook up? <laughs> I have no idea. They never talked about their lives much. They met at Columbia. I know that much. Uh, the the country from, or the, the, the yeah, school? Yeah, the school, yeah. In Chicago yeah, or New York? School broadcasting. Uh, New Which, York. In New York, the Columbia School. Okay. Yeah. It's a uh, fine school. Uh, yeah. So are they from Michigan or were they from no. New York? No, my mom was from Haverhill, which is outside Boston. Okay. My dad was from Wilmette, which is right outside Chicago. Okay, and they meet at Columbia. And uh, yeah, my mom, a she hated being in the Midwest, and she was just sure. a you know I think I think we're all chemically depressed, and but she was who. Hmm. Okay. The darkness was was great with her. Okay, so so, so but you, I was also just a pain in the ass child. I mean, I was you know they had me on like Ridlin in nineteen seventy three. Wow, early on, huh? But, but they gave me too much, and I ran around with my tongue sticking out. So my mom. So wait a minute, your parents have nothing in common, really. How do they bang each other six times? Have six kids? Well, they were very Catholic. Oh, there okay, go. there you go. Right. Yeah, and my mom that's, generally that's, that's, all she that likes. Answers everything. My mom really only liked taking care of helpless people, so like babies or old people. Okay. So she wanted a new baby, and actually, there's five, and then one of us is adopted. Oh, okay. Which, like my younger brother, one younger than me, is a Native American. Oh, okay. cool. Pima, yes. That's cool. Yeah, uh-huh. but his life's been really difficult. Mm. Not easy being a Native American in this country. No. No, it's no, not. No, no, All right, so you're, uh, how old are you in the 70s? You're in middle school? How old was I in the 70s? No. Yeah. No, no I, was was just like getting born. I was like four or five. Oh, okay, <laughs> yeah. so you're young. You're young. Yeah, kid. I was born in 68. Okay. Land the very end of 68. Yeah. Okay. That's good. Yeah. No, yeah, uh, yeah, so I was, I was a very annoying child, I, and I... But you find music. Music is a refuge for you. You're yeah. Pour well, your sadness you know, <laughs> into the horn. Well, you know, yeah, no, I love music right away. And I started writing music right away, even when I was taking little piano lessons. As, you know, like learning Suzuki piano, I started mm-hmm. writing stuff. So, no, I was always, but, uh, you know, to me, the reason I became a musician, if we can say I... You know, reason that I, I just can't really function in, in society. So I couldn't really ever have a job. Like, so, it was probably a stupid idea f- for me to pursue music. Cause well, no, it was a smart idea because uh, you said you c- that's the only thing you could do, right? So I mean, well, no, uh, I can do a lot. I'm, oh, he I knows how to swim. Well, he can swim. Well, no, know, like um, I'm a lifeguard. No, I mean, you know, I come from very intellectual intelligent people i sure i just can't what i can't do is function in society well so i mean yeah that's part holding of it, right? a job like <laughs> what I'm going saying. to an office <laughs> you know like doing all this sort of you know whatever right normal yeah. human stuff i'm just really bad at right so you don't have you found a job where you don't have to do that yeah but i never it's like the music thing's never really gone very well for me so it's never <laughs> been like a career, like you said, about your career. And I'm like, well, careers, A, you know, they have, a strong they have some sort of progression. <laughs> and they, you know, you, and you make a living. And I, I can't really say that now these y- things have really been the case for me. Like, well, now you're saying you, 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 have, you would have trouble uh, getting up and showing up somewhere every day. Yet, uh, I know you're playing a steady gig. What are you playing, five, six days a week? And, oh, uh, 
I play uh, four days a week. Okay. Yeah. But you show up. I show up at two in the afternoon. Yeah. (laughs) Till six. Until five thirty. Okay. Yeah. No. I mean, I can. I. It's. I'm very good at working. If like, if it's freelance or, but I'm not good at when you get into any situations where it turns into politics with people and, you know, it's the same thing every day. uh, Sure. Sure. Well, I'm just like, I don't know. Once you get into dealing with human dynamics, I'm not very. So are you still on Ridland? No. Oh, okay. Would you like to be? <laughs> well, I was only on Ridland, I think, for one day because they gave oh. me such a strong dose. <laughs> okay. I was saying, my, my mom, it, you know, uh, years later when I had done a bunch of crystal meth and, hmm. and I, I realized, I'm like, wait, I can't put my tongue back in my mouth. And, um, it's the same thing. It's good the stuff. And then I remembered my mom saying that that's what I did was I ran around the house with my and I couldn't put my tongue away, so I think they had dosed me way too high. Yeah, because well, I think I was like early experimental, you know. Ritalin and crystal meth are pretty much. Yeah, the same so, I mean, thing, yeah, it's just know? amphetamine. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so I think the dosing was probably off. But I probably really would have benefited by being on that stuff in school because <laughs> I couldn't pay attention. I just talked to whoever was around me. Sure. I, you know, just I had an ex-girlfriend who couldn't put her tongue away. <laughs> <laughs> boom, boom. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> she, so, 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 uh, so, Rob. So you're yeah. you're you're pouring your sadness into the horn, and mm-hmm. uh, and and h- how do you pursue this this career? As I say in, in quotes, uh, you you go study at the university. Uh, uh, what's what's your yeah, next move I, forward? I never really made good decisions, so I, I clearly I went, you're here yeah, tonight with us. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, no. I was thinking about that. I'm like, oh, this is probably another. Bad idea. Not a good idea. Whew, okay. Uh, so I went to DePaul University and... In the 80s? In, yes, 1987. Okay. And yeah. you're studying uh, uh, chemical... Music composition. Oh. Oh, okay, music composition. All right. Yeah. Although all I really did there was study classical saxophone because it was... Because the classical saxophone teacher was... Did you want to kill brilliant. your professors? Not at all. No. I didn't really go to class enough oh. to have anything against him, to tell you the truth. I was going to say, did you have a good experience there? Did you have some good, uh, uh, good teachers? Well, my saxophone teacher was, yeah, he was great. Okay. Uh, besides that. You want to mention his name? Give a shout Robert out to Black. Him. Robert yeah. Black, all right. Yeah, uh, he owned the uh, saxophone shop up in Evanston for a long time. But uh, he was, uh, yeah, he was a brilliant classical saxophonist, um, but that's a very tough world, of course. Did you play the Glazunov? I did play the glass enough. Everybody does, doesn't yes. they? Yes. Well, yeah. Now, what's what's well, after was the nice with him though, since he he knew the uh, you know he studied at Bordeaux, so he would bring in the you know the French masters to do the the master classes. Okay. With, which it's a very small lineage of of classical saxophone masters. Yes. He was like third generation, basically. Okay. So that would, but you know, I mean, he was actually teaching there. To he was just picking up a law degree because I mean. Music was, wasn't paying. It was out. free. I mean, you know, I mean, you could be the best classical sax player in the world, and you're not going to make a living doing that. Right. Sure. Sure. Right. So, so are you starting to get into uh, improvised music? Oh or? yeah, I was already. Yeah, I was. Well, you know, me and Andy Wolf and uh, David Rebeck all went to the same high school. I did not know that. Mm-hmm. Okay. What's the name of that high school? Okemos High School. Okay. Which was another thing from my native brother that was really great because they were the Okemos Chiefs because yeah. Chief Okemos was like the last Indian standing. Hmm. So he got to go to a school that had a big goofy 
Now you're an East Lansing, you said? You're an East Lansing. Okemos. East Lansing, yeah. Now what about, did you ever, you know, Magic Johnson's from East Lansing? Oh, I I went and watched him play in like second, third grade. Did you really? My dad taught at the university. Oh, wow. I, I can tell you the whole team. Let's see. At Jay Vincent, Greg Jay Vincent. Kelser. Kelser was uh, great. Bukovic. Uh-huh. Oh, and Donnelly, I believe. Those are the two white little guards. Right, yeah. and the coach's name was... Oh. What was his name? Oh, my... Uh, my I'm thinking... I can't remember his name, you know, he but was that like was... the ball guy. Yeah, the, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, and, and then they, they, they won it all in seven. Yeah, they won it all in like third grade, yeah, yeah. When you were, when you were in third grade. Yeah, yeah, magic, when they were, yeah it was yeah. Magic versus Bird, you know. <laughs> magic like, versus right. Bird yeah. in Utah, oh, yeah. man. The most watched game to this day ever in NC2A. Really? Yes, that, that game is the most watched championship game in NC2A history. And that was in 79, I think, or 78. And, and we've got, that's like 40 years ago, whatever. Right. You know, of course, we were, of course we were rooting for State like they were, you know, like the good guys. But looking back, I'm like, Larry Bird was playing for a, just a nothing team and had managed to get them to a... Yeah, he... So he was, he, you know, the fact that he was even there was... Yeah, because it was... How it good was he was, yeah. I mean, he was averaging 25, the rest of the team was I averaging mean, like four. Know, Michigan State is <laughs> one of the powerhouse basketball Oh, yeah, that, they, they weren't so, going to win. They so, were not going to win. But I didn't know that. So. Yeah, but they changed... All of basketball, those two guys. That that went much better than you know. My dad, we all grew up Cubs fans, so <laughs> yeah, got a, got a long way to wait. <laughs> right, right. He didn't make it actually. He didn't quite yeah. make it until then. Oh, it's yeah, tough. yeah. Yeah, he would have liked that. Well, they won what about twelve years ago? They won uh, eight, no, eight years ago. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, they had a curse that. I, on, actually, right. I was watching that that game and I had a gig and I was like, they blew it, and I. Just left and went to the gig, and they then won. that rain, the rain, it got rain and delayed, and they managed to win it. Yeah. So I got to see it. In the, you know. What I don't understand is why Eddie Vedder is such a huge Cub fan. I, I don't know. About why did he also adopt it? You know, oh, he just, adopted them. Yeah, he's not from Chicago. Well, there was that thing that WGN was on. Right, yeah, they so, were right. everywhere. Yeah, yeah, so people yeah. That's kinda, true. I used to watch Cubs games yeah, in LA. Like I could watch more Cubs WGN. games than Dodger mm-hmm. games. Right. So. You know, because they were always on, and Harry Carey. Mm-hmm, Harry oh, Carey. Yeah. yeah, he's a good guy. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 Long dead, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, so Rob, so you're uh, let's let's get you to New Orleans. We're we're quiet, coming in okay. on the break in a couple right. of minutes, but right. uh, so you're you're there. Uh, so I was there, and at the university, I, I kind of had was mm-hmm. done with classes, but I had to turn in my final composition, so I hadn't really graduated. But I was mainly, you know, we were playing a lot of free jazz back then, and I would go hang out at uh, Fred Anderson's at the Velvet Lounge, and. But I was a delivery driver for this uh, drug dealer, the Fertile Delta. It oh, was okay. a you know nursery and flower shop and all that. And uh, anyways, I had thought you know Chicago's a very depressing place. So I'd fallen into such a deep depression that I got fired. And then I remember our water pipes froze, and so we just ditched that place like we would do back then. And then Andy Wolf happened to be up there because this was Christmas time, and he was like, "Oh man, come to New Orleans. It's big easy." So was Andy already living? He down had just here? moved down there to go to get him like masters in in uh, nonprofit or something. Uh-huh. So I was like, "Man, I bet you it doesn't get cold down there." And that's all <laughs> I knew about it. To tell you the truth, that's all you so cared I just got about. on a train and, and came oh. down. Okay, another well thought out decision. That's a weird ma- masters in nonprofit. 
well, something like that. Like, I don't know. <laughs> well, this, what do they call This is the best it? town for that, yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah, you no, can't no. make shit down here, right, man. Right. Yeah. So, so you get down here, when is that, the early 90s, 90, yeah, 91, nine, something I, like that? I would say it was more like 92. Three, let's say. Okay, that sure, sure, reasonable. sure. Close enough. Close so, enough. so you get down here. It's a, it's a whole crop of, of, of you guys, and I, you're not that much younger than me, but I always think of you guys as, as, as kids, because it was like you and Jonathan Fralick and uh, like Ben Elman and uh, you know Andy Wolf, um, Kevin O'Day. It's like a whole, mm-hmm. a whole new class of, uh, and and y'all were from different places but you all kind of found each other huh mm-hmm yep <laughs> <laughs> i'm trying to try to remember um but i mean and, and this this is the 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 foundational and glenn hartman was right there with y'all and this is the the beginnings of the new orleans klezmer all-stars right you well know? yeah they already they already had that band that was already going when you when you came down okay well yeah yeah that band was going on um I, well, I remember when I first got here, I told Andy, like, we got to go play. So we went and set up in Jackson Square. And uh, this cat, Jerry Anderson slash Barbaran, uh, came and played with us, a drummer who was Kermit's drummer at the time. Okay. And he he'd said, man, you got to come over. We got this thing going on at Little People's Place. And you got to come play with us. And he said... We got a guitarist who plays too much and a pianist who doesn't play enough. And that was Freilich and Davis. Uh, okay. So that's how I met those guys. That's that's what I remember. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Right, because you were in that thing. Yeah, when you say little people's place, what what is that? A midget uh, little people. So, so it was like Kermit Ruffin's uh, wife at that time and her mom. Like that's still there actually, but they don't yeah, own yeah, it. Yeah. It was just this teeny bar, and it was actually the one that when that whole like initial push of of gentrification and the treme was going on so back then you know there was probably like four or five music venues in the treme mm-hmm. and uh because you know they started to get gentrified and that, what was her name uh jackie clarkson sure jackie clarkson yeah the councilwoman at large she right. was like all for like you know real estate right there was all these protests going on over there against her and on and they eventually shut down everything in that neighborhood because, you know, people not from there moved in and complained. And right, right, right. We know that story. Well, that's yep. still what's happening now. Yes, yes. Yeah. All right, I think we should take a break. Yes, I think so. Because okay. I got to pee like the Hoover Dam. Right. Very and, good. Uh, and, Renee, uh, we'll be right back, Nation. So just uh, settle down, have a drink, call your ex-lover and hang up.
And we're back. Back with Mr. Manny Chevrolet. I am Renee Coleman. Yes. Back with our guest, Mr. Rob Wagner. Sing it, brother. Now, Rob, uh, I know you're you you were just confessing that you you said, now how would I listen to a podcast? I said, well, you could just (laughs) Google uh, troubled men, uh, you know, do a regular Google search and you will uh, come up with a whole bunch of ways to listen to it, a million different players. And so if you were to do that and uh, listen to a Trouble Men podcast, you would know that uh, we, we have a, a checkered history with sponsors on this show. Mm. And uh, as you might not be surprised to hear, and currently we're back with our original sponsor, which is what, Manny? Loose Change. Loose Change. Loose yes. Change is everywhere. Yep. <laughs> It is. We're relying on it. You just have it. to look for it. Yep. It's there. Yep. I got a big change. jar of it at home. I if bet you, you do. If you need it, yeah. yeah well, yeah. What do we need it? <laughs> yes, <laughs> yeah. yes, Rob. You know, and uh, you know, if you have I actually, I also have a box of ones, but that's that's I'm not giving that to you. Well, um, you know, we we don't want you to send any of that through the mail. In fact, we're going to make a it a lot easier. A box of ones, like a cigar box of ones or something. No, it's a big box. Because, it's a huge box. Well, you know, when you bake Amazon for money, so where do you live? When you bake for money on Bourbon Street, you end up with a lot of ones. That's okay. what you know. You don't. You know. You don't. Get a lot of a stripper box. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't get a lot of you know bigger bills. You get a okay. lot of you get a lot of ones. All right. Well, well, uh, we actually have. It's uh, simpler than that because uh, uh, you may not have heard of this, but there's these these uh, services like Venmo and I, PayPal, and uh, we have both of those uh, uh, links uh, right there in the show notes of every show and the uh, the Facebook page. Um, I think it's uh, the PayPal is paypal.me uh, slash troubled men. And, uh, you know, you can find the Venmo. It's, uh, you know, at troubled, Venmo. troubled dash men. And, uh, you know, you can uh, it is a listener supported uh, operation here. You can uh, support the show if you're listening right now. Obviously, you're you know, you're enjoying this. If you're not enjoying it, please turn the program off. But uh, if you are enjoying it, uh, support the program. Uh, find those links. We also have the Patreon page. You can support us week in and week out. Uh, and uh, we have the Troubled Men Podcast t-shirts. That uh, The link is also there. Oh, yeah. I wanted to ask you mm-hmm. about that. So mm-hmm. I just, if I want, I, I need to get a t-shirt for somebody. Okay. So I just go to that link and order it? Yeah, you could do that. Okay. Yeah. Do I get a discount because I'm an employee? Mm. Um, I could probably get us a discount if I do it through the through the thing. If you want okay, to do that, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, uh, that's bonfire is the is the the company. All right, well, so, I'll talk to you later. Yeah, about yeah, yeah. It. But uh, and uh, you know, furthermore, uh, follow us on social media: Facebook, Instagram. And uh, uh, subscribe to the podcast wherever you're listening to it. Rob, when you do find a place, you know, whether mm-hmm. it's uh, uh, Apple Podcasts or Google Play or, you know, uh, these many different players, uh, you know, Spotify is one. Uh, it's not one I would use, but uh, it's a lot of people do. Uh, uh, subscribe, rate, and review. Give us five stars. You could say, uh, fuck Manny and Renee, five stars. Five stars. We yeah. love that kind of review. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. And, uh, what else? Uh, I don't know. Um, uh, I don't know either. Yeah, yeah. Um, Let's get back to our guest. Yes, yes, yes. Back to our guest, Mr. Because he's troubled. Rob Wagner, clearly. He's really <laughs> troubled. I'm clearly. Really troubled. Yeah. Now, now, Rob, you know, I, I think of you as, as, and, you know, the, the tagline for the show is that uh, Manny and I uh, get together and discuss good times and air grievances. Mm. And uh, you, you, I know you pretty well, and someone who's not without his grievances. Uh, do you have some, have some bones to pick here 
Um, <laughs> what do you start, right? What, what are we? Yeah. Well, I, I don't know. I mean, we could we could go anywhere. Uh, uh, you know, I I spoke to you when I was, uh, we were talking about uh, the recent passing of your your dear friend Kevin O'Day. Now I know you were doing mm. this this gig every day or four days a week, uh, and Kevin was on that gig, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. we we played that day, and. Uh, and you you've know. been playing uh, yeah, four been, days a week for a year or so? Yeah, I mean, actually, that week we had done several other gigs, too. So, um, yeah, we'd been playing together. You know, I mean, Kevin was one of the first people I played with in town, really. So, but, yeah, no, we had, I don't, I don't remember how long I've been doing this, the, the beignet gig, but uh, right in, four or five, I don't even know, because to tell you the truth, those two years. But, yeah, we were playing together four, four days a week, probably. Right. Man, what a what a shock, huh? Yeah, it was pretty shocking. I mean, the, the, that morning, you know, I got from uh, Chris Sinek and and Tyler Clement. Tyler Clements had uh, sent a text, and uh, I actually thought it was probably his uncle who we played with there because he's diabetic, and which I did tell Steve. I was like, I thought it was you because he's in mid sixties and diabetic, and okay. he could die in, in his the sleep. drop zone, right? Yeah, he could. So uh, then Chris called me, and, and he said Kevin. I was like, you know, it's one of those things that just doesn't really right register that much. But, right. Uh, well, you know, like, but we had to adapt real quick because yeah, we you know, well, we didn't play that day. We took that day off, and uh, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, as I was saying, I think of all you guys as like young guys, mm -hmm. and. You know, there's plenty of people I put on the list for the podcast, and I think, ooh, I better get to that guy soon because, you know, he's in the drop zone. Anything could happen. But, you know, Kevin was on the list. He was not a guy that I thought I needed to be in a big rush to get on, you know? No. Yeah. I mean, but, you know, he was late 40s at this point. And yeah. No, they, it, you it, know, men that age drop dead. Sure. So no, it, it, it happens, man. It's, it's, and, uh, yeah, it was... Uh, you know, it was pretty shocking. It was the younger guys he played with. It was, it was very hard for them because they're not, you know, used to people just dying. Right now, now there was a big uh, 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 memorial at at Tipitina's for for Kevin after that. Yeah, I wasn't really part of that. Right, right, right. And actually, while getting to trying to trying to trying to inch well, up, way on to the start the second half of the show on a high note, Renee. <laughs> Jesus Christ! We could take all this out, man. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, no, the I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'm barking up a wrong tree, the wrong tree here. Oh, you're not barking uh, up a wrong tree. Well, well, you were, I, I, when when I brought up the uh, the 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 Tipitina's memorial, you mm. had you had some some thoughts on that. That's what I'm trying to get. Oh, to. well, just to me. You know, Kevin was someone who was just so in the moment all the time. And he tended to, you know, to a fault, he tended to, to talk badly about all the, his, you know, projects in the past. Okay. So it was just such a nostalgic, like, I'm like, what is this, 90s night? I mean, so, um, you yeah, know, yeah. We, did, we did something at D-Max that Thursday that was more like what... Oh, maybe I told you this too that that uh, whatever they had that listen to Kevin O'Day stuff, and I was like, man, me and Kevin have been playing dead gigs for years. Like none of y'all came to, and I don't know what listening to him now is going to do for him. You know, he right. does. They aren't his records, you know. Right. But whatever, you know, people like to make things about themselves. So well, yes, yes. I, I, so uh, we know this. Yes. 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 Uh, okay. Well. But we did have a really good D Max uh, Thursday night. 
throw down for him that um you know but i hope they raised a lot of money for luke for his son at that so that's good yes yeah it was you know poor uh, luke has had a tough you know yeah yeah so yeah well, anyway uh <laughs> okay man. i don't know you want to yeah, <laughs> I don't oh, know. Are we going back to my music career? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are we going back to my music career now? Bail out yeah. of this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh, anyway, you're, uh, you're. <laughs> tell us about. So, so uh, the the Rob Wagner trio. You've put out uh, yeah. uh, four records, uh, and and Kevin played on. Uh, yeah, Kevin. On some of those. Kevin, Kevin was yeah. on the first record. Right, right, right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Trying to tie it back in. So tie it back <laughs> in. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> yeah, Kevin was on the first record. Uh, you know, me and Kevin did all sorts of things together back then, but. The problem was is that people would always snatch Kevin up and he'd be in some better paying band that, um, you know, so he'd be on the road. Right. So, like, you know, that's the thing with Iris May Tango, which was really, you know, that was kind of like my baby. And That was you and who else in that band? Well, that was Rene Dufour and Andy Wolf and Kevin and me and then Chatty Wumpus and uh, King, who actually just died last year, too. Oh. Uh, yeah, they're dropping like flies. Yeah, right man, they're dropping. Uh, now, what? But, did, what? Uh, getting back to Kevin, and that's one name I've never wanted to be called, Kevin. Um, <laughs> what did he play? What was his? Oh, he was a drummer. He was a drummer. He, okay. play, he played with everybody who's listening to this is going to know who Kevin is. And okay, he was the original drummer in, in uh, 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 Royal Finger Bowl. Oh, okay. And, uh, oh, man, yeah. you, you've seen him play many times. They lost I all have? the drummers. Huh? Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure. Okay. Yeah, uh, it's tough, man. Yeah, yeah, they've had a bad run. Yeah. But uh, anyway, so getting back to to the well, your, so, your so solo career. Well, yeah, I was gonna say, about. you know, so the Iris May Tangle, that you know was the thing we were trying to do, but the problem was is that those guys were off with Finger Bowl, and when we were getting the attention, we didn't really have like the band was so built around these four people playing together that um. It just was unfortunate timing for us because, you know, you you kind of need your band. Right. Well, so that's, that that's was the whole thing in New Orleans is, you know, yeah. we have a lot of bands and a lot of guys are in a whole bunch of bands. But, uh, you know, yeah, the idea of, of having an identity, which is like the same guys, that's, that's harder to do. Yeah. And I'm, you know, I, I've never really wanted to be just like a sideman gigging musician and I'm was always not very good at it although i think i'm much better at it now um maybe because i don't care as much but but for me being a composer it was always very specific to like oh i'm writing music for these people you know in this situation so yeah it's very hard just to change people out you know right and uh so when that was kind of floundering uh yeah i made that first trio record but then Kevin was never around. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, you know, Tom from the DBA gave me that weekly Monday gig. So, you know, we did that for, I don't know, years up till Katrina hit. And so with that, you know, it was a little easier for me to, because I had Singleton and then I had James L. Sanders, drummer. And then, you know, when he split, O.C. Davis. And it was a little easier to be like, oh, I need a new musician. I can just get somebody because I actually had a, you had a, bench. a steady gig. Right. Well, I just had a steady gig oh, okay. so gotcha. that so you could, you know, you know, problems for me in the last 15 years is I write all this music for a project, but I don't really have any gig for it. So you can't, you know, it's like, well, what do you do? I was just like... Well, it's, it, I find it hard to stay motivated in writing if you don't have an outlet for it, right? Well, not... See, I write music 
compulsively pretty much so i always write music and i have so much music i've written that i have never performed and you know and way more than that that i've never recorded so i kind of would like to try to record some of this while i'm still on the earth well yeah but, yeah it's but, <laughs> get cracking buddy <laughs> yeah that's where you know that's where, like, thing called where things like motivate well no i built a studio actually a studio. i built a studio at my house i could do it all but i need you know need motivation and also people don't like to do shit without getting paid let's face it well i mean and i don't really i don't really have any active bands that are like you know i, I we kind of had this this you stuff know you're I not get, getting paid for this tonight right <laughs> <laughs> yeah really you have a box of ones at home you could just give yourself that box of ones hope you're enjoying you know, that the, beer the, the, the lighting kind of tipped me off too uh, the, bu- the budget, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a it's a shoestring over here, baby. Um anyway, so so you have the, the trio, then the yeah. gone, you have uh Rob Wagner's new thing. Yeah. Now, what's the difference between the trio and Rob well, Wagner's new thing? Well the new thing was uh Is that part of the new thing school, the new school? No, it's just something I okay. called the new thing because I think Archie Shep was calling the music the new thing. And I just like the sound of the new thing. Um there was two new things. There was the first one that was kind of with two drummers that Doug was actually doing. Doug Garrison. That initially I wanted I wanted Michael Skinkus to put together like a percussion troupe for it, but he never really did that. So I would do it with two drummers and multiple horns, and it was much more, uh, you know, Afro-Cuban, whatever. Uh, a lot of flamenco I found out later because I did go on to play a lot of flamenco, but I inadvertently was writing in that form too. But uh, the second saxophone and clarinet in the no no just, just saxophone, saxophone okay. yeah. Right. Uh, the second new thing was really based out of the fact that this cat Louis Romanos could play all those like drum and bass type beats. Right, and right, this, right. You know, this is like two thousand whatever one or something. So it was super hip. Someone could do that, uh-huh. and that had like Nobu Ozaki on bass with. Sure. And uh, there was uh, six of us. I could, but that was much more. Um, like Rene Dufour just would make a lot of noise stuff out of his guitar amp, and that, that was more. Uh, it was different. Okay. Which we did make a record. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, I see. But it I never did anything with it. Yeah. Yeah. Which is another problem of mine, but. <laughs> Do you, well, I think you need like a motivational speaker or something. You, I, you seem like you're very talented and you have all this stuff, but you make it and you're not very like enthusiastic about it. Yeah. Well. I just got beaten down. You got know? beaten down. Yeah, yeah you know, I never really had. I never really had anyone. You know, like I never had anyone to help me. And I'm, I'm good at writing music. I'm good at, you know, putting together. So you things. need an agent. I, of yeah, some I sort. never had an agent. You know, yeah. Benjamin Lyons made these records for me, but right. that's what he does. He's not, he's not a booking agent or any sort of. Uh, right. He has, so I never Benjamin really had Lyons like has valid records. Yes, to, uh, yes, he, he produced. Uh, but you still seem happy. No, no, you're not happy at all. No, yeah, no. I understand. I'm actually trying. I'm, I'm kind of trying to figure out now, like, some sort of, like, okay, why. Why am I living and like so? What what is going to be a thing? Not why I'm living, but not in that sense, but more in the sense of like you have to have some like why of like. Do you I'm wake doing... up screaming every morning? Because I do. <laughs> yeah. No, we I, no. I wake up just wanting to go back to sleep. Yeah. And being well. Like, God. Yeah. I... And then I usually lay in bed for hours. Well, and do you, do you have the sense that oh God I have to do this again? Like well I don't really have to do anything. So. No, I mean so I have to get I have to get through another twenty four. Yeah. Hours or another well, twelve hours. Yeah. I'm, I'm just kind of nervously killing time all day. You have been. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, isn't that life though? It's just yeah, killing time. Yeah. Well, that's what I was thinking. Though. I was like, I need some Spanning sort of time some sort of why, like as opposed to like how I'm doing. I'm like, I need some like, oh, I'm I'm doing this because right now I'm just like, I got into playing video games a lot, which is oh, geez, that's that's a bad idea. Oh, it's a horrible <laughs> idea. But it does give you something to talk about with like the the thirty some year olds because you know what, you suddenly boys? realize 30, like all the all the year old boys, yeah, all the thirty year old guys, like they all play the stuff all the time. So uh, it gives me a conversation. But yeah, it's you need it, to no, it's some not girls good. to talk. Too, yeah, yeah, no, it's it's a it's I mean, it's an unhealthy society, obviously. But um, do you have a pets or anything? Oh, I got a terrible pet. <laughs> I got this. I got this dog at the beginning of the pandemic. That you know, I always had French bulldogs, and, yeah. and my last guy, who was an angel, just dropped dead one day. Oh, but so my on? sister was fostering this in in New Jersey. Oh. This this Frenchie, although she's got some English in her. And, you know, it was presented to me like she was a little problematic, but no. And and I got her right at the beginning of the pandemic, and I think it was very stressful for her. And the dog just hated me from the get-go. <laughs> still, I mean, I couldn't touch the dog for a good year. But it, it lived with me you. every time. You, you know, and I just kind of was like, oh, you know. It's kind of a standoff. Maybe, maybe she'll get over it, but she never did. She loves everyone else, but. Not you. Not you. So, yeah, she hates me, so. <laughs> Oh man! Did you take it on walks? Or, you know, I'm not a pet uh, person. She refuses. I hate. I hate. No, this, this dog. Like this dog won't walk. Well, well, All she wants to do is get in the car. The last dog I had needed it. a litter box. That's how well, bad. She, it, well, yeah. she needs that now too. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, but geez. she. Yeah. So. Yeah, she's not the answer. You ever think about doing stand-up? <laughs> I have, I used to think about doing stand-up, but I, I'm 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 not. You got to be tough for stand-up. Tough, yeah, you do. Like you, you know, do. with music, you can like no one can be into it, and you can still be like we were good. But I don't know with stand-up if if people there's aren't laughing. Hide, yeah, yeah and if they no, aren't laughing, nowhere to hide. Yeah, I, I'm not that strong well, of mind. Okay, I no, would, because. Cause I think you're a soul. I don't. I, I don't know much about your music, but I just from this interview alone, I think you're a talented guy. People seem to want to play with you and all that. But it seems. I mean, you're making records and all that kind of stuff. Well, I haven't made a record in. Uh, well, then I don't know where I'm going with this. Seventeen years. Okay. <laughs> and then why is he on the show? Wow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, actually, yeah. actually, uh, do we have? Yeah. Actually, Rob, supposed to have something to promote. Rob has. A, well, we're we're here just to dig into you, man. Uh, yeah. the, the the whys and wherefores of Rob Wagner. But you do, in fact, have a new project coming up that we should talk about. Now okay. would be a good time. Um, and it, this is a project with uh, uh, Anthony Cuccia, percussionist, and uh, Klaus Hubner. Uh, and okay, and <laughs> and uh, Kate Becker, right? Yes. And well. uh, this was this was pitched, described to me as a, a music, meditation, and breathwork uh, project. Yes. I'm assuming uh, Kate is going to do the breathwork because I know she's a student of, uh, mm-hmm. of Wim Hof and the the. The Wim Hof yes, method of breathing. I, student I, of breathing. I like do. We all are. I do. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're all breathers. Yeah. Well, I, I do. I do the breath therapy, which I would really highly recommend for anybody. Huh. Uh, the Wim Hof method. No. Is she, that she hyperventilating? Does, does that have to do with hyperventilating? Fire breath. It's. It's. Uh, Is it bad breath? It's. <laughs> I, you know, I'm, I'm, I don't want to be the one trying to explain it because I'm not. Technically qualified to, okay. but it's. But well, we can Google well, you, this, you, right? You, they basically will put you into a breathing cycle where there's no pause between your inhalation and oh, exhalation. Oh God, that would freak me out. Well, it does freak a lot of people yeah. out. Like, it puts you into a very altered state. 
and um, it's you know it's it's used therapeutically. You don't After have to me, be like in some kind of container, do you? No, you uh, just okay. laying on the floor, wherever. Laying on the floor. But well, I'm so used to that. I'm always laying. <laughs> yeah, on the floor. yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, I lay on the bed, and then I go lay on the floor. Yeah, exactly. And then, I, then you can't fall. That's as far as you can go. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're safe on the floor. Safe on the floor. Yeah. Safe on the floor. They want yeah. you. But uh, so I don't... So me and Klaus, Klaus does this crazy thing where he has all these, say, like power adapters and such things and hard drives, and he has uh, two pickups, you know, one pan left, one pan right, and he just works with the... With the uh, the magnetic resonance, it creates all this electronic sound. Hmm. It's super cool. So me and him have been working on the stuff where I play piano, and uh, he does that. And we don't, we haven't rehearsed yet for this thing, so I don't, you know, we're gonna do that next week. And the chick breathes during this. Well, she's gonna. We're gonna do it to a class. Oh, okay, okay. Although it's gonna be a little different. I, I really don't. We're gonna see. I mean, it's it's. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I've been wanting to get Kate on the show anyway. So yeah, well, Kate, we you should get Kate. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well. Now she, you know, she will be. She's enthusiastic and and mostly pretty positive. Yeah, I actually was on a I podcast she, with her when yeah. I, I was on that. Uh, uh, this is New Orleans podcast uh, where that that guy kept cutting me off. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. She was. Yeah. She was a. Uh, I don't think he's doing that show anymore. I don't think. I don't think so either. I, I, what I remember from it is we had four people and. He would talk to somebody, and I thought we were all going to talk like we do here, yeah. you know. And I realized my mic would be totally shut off when, yeah, when he wasn't talking yeah. to me. That guy was an idiot, man. I, I did a show like twice or three times. Mm. I think I did a show. Right. What was his name? I forget his Grant, name. Grant, I think. Grant something. This is New Orleans. Yeah, he yeah. was a OZ DJ. Yeah, yeah. Though. He's a legitimate broadcaster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he was a nice guy, you know. It's, uh, yeah. I just, I just remember that I would, I would, I was trying to talk, I was trying to say something, uh, you know, pithy to Kate, and I realized my mic was dead. <laughs> It's like, hmm. oh, well, fuck, man. Well, the only thing I remember about him was he never did his research because the first time I was on his show, he said, now, Manny, I, I YouTubed you, and you were on a, you did a video with Henry Rollins, a comedic video. We were working out with Henry Rollins, and it had like over 25,000 views. Uh -huh. And, but yet you only got like 400 votes here in New Orleans. And I looked at him and go, you idiot. It's YouTube is international, you fucking idiot. There's 25,000 people from all over the world watching For the this. past 25 years. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, you know, right, it's right. not just people in New Orleans. You know, so I, yeah, I gave up I mean, on that Math guy. wasn't a strong point. Yeah, yeah. You know, it occurred to me that I, I did make one record since then, but that's the record that got kicked, me kicked out of the Klezmer All-Stars. Oh, really? Huh. So, yeah. Really? How, how, how was that? Well, after the hurricane... Um, Andre Kadrescu had written these poems, and got to try to recall this. Great Romanian poet. Yeah, Romanian poet. He wrote all these poems about Katrina, and they were great. There, and he gave them to us to set to music. And we had, we would go up and do this thing with the cantor who used to live down here, who was in Detroit at that point. And so that Christmas, like around that Christmas time, I guess I should say Hanukkah because it was a Jewish band, but around that time. We were up there, and we were in the hotel room, so we just took a look at a couple, and we kind of set them, and uh, the cantor was excited because he knew he'd probably be a part of it, so he put us in touch with um, Brene Brith, 
Mm-hmm. It's a Jewish charity, yeah. And sure. so I went and met with them because they were in New York, and I was in New York after Katrina. And, uh, you know, I sold them a concept based off of what we had done, which was kind of set them as songs. And, and I was like, okay, we're going to set the poems and have, you know, like a male and a female cantor singing them. And then we're going to have these interludes that will feature the band, you know, so we can. And uh, so I got this, this grant money. And then, um, you know, I don't know, I wrote the music. My, and I was like, we split up the songs and, you know. Then everything, you know, Jonathan then just started to sabotage the project like he would do. And this thing dragged on. And I couldn't, I was like, look, guys, can you write some interludes? Like, we need some music for this. And, and uh, eventually, I don't know, it ended up being, you know, this thing that was just taking way too long. And it was just, and we were working with Goat, which was cool. Um, and at some point, they decided to include it with his hardcover book which i was like who cares man like it's no one listens to a cd and a insert on a book right anyways glenn got excited whatever so he's like can you guys do so i had to fly down there and me and sobel and rebeck like spent all this time mixing finishing and you know mastering and it was so then that was done but it wasn't i mean the goat did not have enough time we were like we were hearing all the stuff of Jonathan's we'd never heard in our lives because we had nothing to do with any of that. And uh, so after that, I was like, well, look, I said that we were going to make a record as part of this grant money. And I was like, you know, I can, I'll mix the stuff because a lot of it was just not that good on the mixes. And so I didn't really do it in any hurry because it was already way too late to capitalize off of this. But, uh, Eventually, I was like, okay, I think it's all pretty cool. Let me send you all your mixes. And Glenn got all excited, like, oh, can, can we press it for Jazz Fest and have Andre? And I was like, I don't know, man. Like, talk to the band about that. That's not really, you know. Okay, so. So, but then I sent Jonathan his mixes because I was like, well, even though I knew this probably. And Jonathan, I, everyone had said, yeah, go ahead and mix them. Everyone was like, cool. And I sent, and then he said, I quit. And he sent these emails screaming <laughs> how he quits the band. Oh, wow. <laughs> he was here last week. Yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, it's post-Katrina. Glad I wasn't. Yeah, yeah well, I have to say. Well, let know. me just finish here. Like, so, okay. so then that just got shifted over, you know, the course of a couple months to, to like, Jonathan isn't quitting the band. I'm fired. And then uh. it, it was sort of like, well, if, you know, you agree to shelve the record and i was like well like wait i just put all this time into this and you were just asking me to press it and uh so then you know i was like no and uh so then they kicked me out and then sobel quit because he was like fuck you guys and uh and uh that was the end of that story. Sounds like good times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sounds like uh, you know music business in nuance. Again, I was yeah. going to say it's post Katrina. Everybody's dealing with. Uh, well, no, uh, this was way later. This, 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 <laughs> uh, this, the, this was this last took, week. This, this, <laughs> PTSD no, was still in fact. These guys, these guys were like so incompetent at getting things done that this was probably like six years late. I don't know when it was, but sure, sure. So, yeah, that I mean. Yeah, no, it wasn't right after. But that. It, it seems was, like it was all so of you long. guys are like kind of like, ah, we'll do it tomorrow. I ah, wasn't. We'll no, no, not me. No, hell no. no. No, I mean, I, I, I had my songs written like in weeks, yeah. and it was like, no. I mean, yeah. if you give me a project, I, I work on it. Like that's what I like to do. Okay. Right. Right. Uh, but yeah, it's the voices in your head. So that you know. 
So that so happened. Really that all a, dissolves. I haven't really made a record since. So. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> that all dissolves into pieces and stuff. It's a really cool record, though. Yeah. Well, maybe we can play some of it on the show. Yeah, absolutely. If you want. We, yeah, we yeah. always yeah, use, we'll uh, play we some always use a can track Can people in the get it still? Can no, people? I, it was never pressed because it then was I was like, pressed? well, I was like, what am I going to press it now? You kick me out of the band? Fuck you guys. Yeah, I'm exactly. press. What am I promoting yeah, you now? Exactly. Yeah, no, hell no. You're going to your grave with this like I like to try to think of, was it like, a Bronx Tale or something. One of these movies where it was the one where like De Niro was the kid's dad, but the kid the kid was always hanging out with the gangster. Yeah, yeah, he's a bus driver. Yeah, the Bronx. Yeah, tale. yeah and there's yeah. a line where this one guy is uh, he's walking with the main gangster guy, you know, yeah. one of his, and he's like, sees, he's like, man, that guy's been dodging me for months, man. He owes yeah. me fifty bucks. Right. Yeah. And he's yeah, like, yeah. he's like, so you tell me for fifty bucks, you never have to talk to that guy again. Sounds like a good deal. <laughs> so I try to look at it like that. Later but. on in the movie, he's running to his girlfriend or something like that, and he goes, hey, that guy owes him 50 bucks. He goes, I'm going to pay you for it. I'm gonna, he goes, ah, forget about it. <laughs> forget about it. I don't care anymore. Yeah, I, I'm not like that. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not like forget about it, no. Okay, I like that. I like holding a grudge like like it's gold. I, I, oh, man, I, I can. It's, it's a, a man after my all own right, heart. All right, yeah. I think we should go to their house tonight. Okay. Get really fucked up. And uh, with a bottle of vodka and a towel and a piece of matchbook, and, and get my stalker to meet us there. Yeah, get you know, your make stalker. A party of it. No, I'm kidding. Right, I, right, I, right. I kid. I'm a kid. I don't know if you noticed this. I'm a kid. I, I kind of noticed yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. 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 And, and we like all you guys. Yeah, we're yeah. we're friends with all you guys. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I don't know. Really, I'm just telling. I don't know story. what it means by you guys. What does that? I don't. I never really. I never really told the story then because I haven't actually been. No one's interviewed me in. Well, God knows. We, well, like, we've been plowing so, you with Guinness. I never really got so. to tell anybody the story except yeah. for just people around and nobody gives well, a shit, of well, course. Yeah. You know? Anyway, uh, man, this seems like a podcast, huh? Yeah. God, This is one of the most entertaining ones because I really feel that you're troubled, man. I'm very oh, yeah. troubled. Yeah, and, and and a lot of our guests won't admit it. Well, you know. Right. And I try I'm, to get it out of them. Well, I'm, I'm a... F- <laughs> they want to yeah. put on a rosy face. Uh, yeah. Well, I'm an incredibly honest person, which has never yeah. helped me in, in the music business either. Yeah. Well, you know, we like, like it. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. I but really it doesn't, think it's not. Don't I don't recommend it. It gets you nowhere. I in think life. you should <laughs> start like, your own podcast. <laughs> okay, dude. I probably should. But yeah, but, call it Wagner's but, Woes. But then, like, I would never tell anybody about it, and it would just be no. I did. Well, I did. I did. I, for you. I did start. Well, you know, I made some TikToks because Jimbo Walsh was making them. Huh. See, Jimbo was like during the pandemic. He's like, "Oh no, this is cool because it's a one-minute composition. You know, you're forced into only making, a, so you know, you just make these little compositions, and which that part's so easy. But then you have to make some kind of video thing for it. So that that took me longer. And yeah, you don't want to do. But that, I never. Yeah. But no, the problem was is is it was fun. But then I don't respond to anybody's comments, and like I don't do social media at all. Sure. Like, you know, Manny asked me about TikTok a while ago, and I said uh, I've never looked at it, but I understand it's like visual crack. Well, yeah, so. you got it. You got press it's kind of like venmo where you have to press it's immediately on your yeah, own yeah, account because yeah, yeah, yeah. you know like if you kids. open venmo and yes. you see like people's transactions us. that you don't want to see yeah, so yeah. tiktok you just got to immediately hit yourself so you don't see that garbage yeah that is being i'm not thrown involved in any right, of that right. no but TikTok, i never even did, i never even did venmo. facebook or nothing right right I anyway i don't like any of that shit. anyway me neither Anyway, Rob, thank you so thank much you for, yeah. me. for coming and showing up yeah. and uh, and yeah. pouring your heart out. And, uh, and I could complain a lot more, you know. Well, well, you know, I gave you barely started. <laughs> okay, well, maybe we'll have a part two. It'll just be the complaint. Yeah, um, uh, just you talking by yourself. We won't even be there. Well, that'll be my podcast. Yeah. <laughs> okay, there you go. All right. Well, the, here's what like we always too. say, dude. The yes. uh, I'm talk like the, this uh, the whole the time. Troubled, like, yeah. troubled men podcast. Yeah. Yes. Trouble never ends. But the struggle continues, Rob. Yeah. 
Uh, all right. Good night, people. Good night.